following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show we're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Fresh off a Michigan victory over the Michigan State fans and the huge rivalry cup at the Railside Golf Club in Byron Center. Thanks to all who stopped out. Fantastic. Drew Zydemo is there. He's a good friend of Devin Booker. He's going out to Devin's house to hang out for a week in Phoenix. They played like AAU ball together. I'm going home after work. (laughs) We do have a lot to talk about. Lions, Michigan, Michigan State on Saturday night. They remain a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. Andy Kitchen, who played in our huge rivalry cup yesterday, from the Kitchen family that owns Maple Hill Golf and maplehillgolf.com on the golf course, he actually said he felt comfortable about the game because Michigan State is playing with no pressure. And that's a great point. You're at home. You're Michigan. You're number three or four in America, five, depending on whatever poll you look at you're undefeated and superfly made a great sports point which is rare he said you know what i want michigan to win every game except saturday and he's a michigan state fan so's andy kitchen no pressure as i said yesterday i think peyton thorne needs a monster game if you remember rocky lombardi in the pandemic game first one for coach tucker He was national QB of the week. I still like Michigan by at least 10. So we'll break down that game. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan Insider will join us. Doug Skeen, who's a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast at the Wolverine.com. He'll be by later. Mike O'Hara on the Lions. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network. I did throw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. And we were so busy yesterday, we didn't get a chance to really get into it with the audience. 
So it's kind of like a double dip. Huge question of the day. I'm asking you, do you still, if you did, or if you never did, do you have faith that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell can take the Lions to the winning level? And, and winning level means every year you're at least over 500. You take that right now. If this team was going to finish 9-8, and eight, there'd be a borderline parade down Woodward. They are the worst team in the NFL, folks. Wake up. Good morning, Michigan. It's not just X's and bros with Anthony, Bellino, Ryan, and Dan. Your Lions are back in the basement. I don't know how Eminem, Kid Rock, somebody doesn't have a song called We're Back in the Basement Again. Ah, we're back. People are like, did he just pull an Achilles? Worst team in the NFL. And and somebody on my Twitter feed had a still shot where it looked, it looked like they went back to the DVR of the Minnesota game where the Lions led 14-0 at Minnesota. And now, before we get to November, yeah, I remember September. Do you remember? <laughs> It's not even November. Man, I'm singing today. I got a good voice. Now they're the worst team in the NFL. Worst. And I had somebody stop me on the street walking into the studios here at 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. Who do you think they got to take with the first draft pick? There's some construction going on. I wanted to grab a two-by-four and do like Aaron Judge on the guy. I didn't. Because there's a lot of cameras now. But I won't be violent with somebody asking me about the draft. I No, I, I'm not professing violence. I am not telling anybody to grab a two-by-four if somebody's talking about the draft after your Lions were one-and-one one with a double-digit lead in the second half at Minnesota. And now they're the worst team in the NFL And if one more of you tell me, well, we need to wait and see what Dan does in year three. Why? Because. No, it's a business. Just as Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes and the other coaches evaluate other teams and they don't do a good job of that or talent, you're under evaluation every day in the pros. I am. If my show stunk, like if every hour was like the first hour yesterday when the computer crashed and Tudor Dixon, the governor candidate, I didn't say the governor, the candidate for governor. My Lord, Cindy Rasmussen said, why'd you put her on? I said, I, I'm sending out a message during this show to Gretchen Whitmer's office if she wants to come on. All right? Not in person. Okay? She can come on the phone. I didn't tell people to vote for Tudor Dixon. I didn't say that. And then people were saying, well, you just had her on because he's attractive. Bingo. Congratulations. No, she is. Wimmer, I think Wimmer's good looking too. 
But that's nothing. That's nothing weird. You just ladies can say a guy is like, oh, Tom Brady's so sexy. But if a guy says somebody's sexy, all of a sudden you're some weirdo. Or I mean, if a girl's sexy or a guy, hey, your choice. It's America. I don't care what you do. So I didn't get as much heat. Somebody did say that the internet outage that happened right before her interview was caused by Russian infiltrators. <laughs> so yesterday during the first hour, if you were listening, the, the internet dropped, the computers dropped. It was really uh, how I got 40 minutes of that hour done is Jesus was walking by my side saying, Bill, I'm going to guide you right now. I know you're sitting in front of all those people at the Railside Golf Club and you had a big day of three nine-hole matches and the Michigan-Michigan State fans celebrating that historic rivalry. But I know you want to take that equipment and stomp on it in front of everybody and just think what a viral video like that would do to your image. And I said, Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, so if we had every hour like that yesterday, how many shows do we get? Because it figures, B-side from 96 won the game, he handles her social networks, her promotions, her giveaways. I see him every once in a while because our schedules are in different directions and we're out of studio, in studio. He's at promotions, concerts, events. He goes, oh, are you going to be on the air today? And I'm like, oh, my God. I had to walk in and close the door because I thought I was going to go tackle him at the end of the hallway. So people are like, oh, let me get this straight, Bill. You wanted to hit the listener who asked about uh, the overall number one draft pick with a two-by-four from the construction site, and you wanted to tackle B-side from 96.1 in iHeart West Michigan because he said, are you going to be on the air today? But if that was going on every day, we'd lose our job, wouldn't we? Superfly. So if Dan Campbell isn't getting it done, show him the doll. End of the year. If he doesn't have at least six wins, and there's not, and I think it was Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com who said it's really not a win-loss thing now for the Lions. It's how they look the rest of the year will decide whether Dan Campbell returns. I'm not saying fire him right now. No, you give him the full year. I just got a text from Roberto. I'm from Grand Rapids. I listen to you weekdays at 3 on 96.1. I love it when you go off the rails. Really? Want to check my doctor's report? Lions put me in a bad mood, Superfly. Even with the Michigan-Michigan State week, they affect me. They affect my... Mental well-being, they do. If they're playing well, I'm like, hey, that's all right. You slammed, you T-boned my truck. That's okay. <laughs> the Lions, they really, even Superfly walks in. He goes, hey, uh, Tim McCullough's got to do it tomorrow from Soren Eagle. I'm like, I don't care. He goes, what's wrong? I go, I'm reading the Lions box score again. And I watched it on DVR. Sure, I'm going to watch that Lions game again because the first go-around was so good. 
Jeez. That's it. I I figured this out. My frustration, consternation, and emotional over-exuberance is based on whether the Lions win or lose on Sunday. So basically, it's a message to everybody. If they lose, get the hell out of my way. If they win, I'll give you a hug. Oh, my Lord. You want to join in? Huge question of the day. Presented by Bud Light and thanks to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. I'll be with Bud Light at the Lions game on Sunday for the Dolphins. They have to win that game. That, that, is, the, that is Dan Campbell's Super Bowl of coaching. He has to win that game. There is no way they can lose to Miami and have the fans buy in ever again with him or his staff. They have to win that game. I'll also be at Tin Roof for another pregame party if you're going down to the Lions game on Sunday, your game day headquarters, Lions, Wings, Pistons, Tigers, you're around, and the Lions, Tin Roof, the old Chellies, uh, right across from Comerica, block from Ford Field. I'll be there probably around 10 to noon, I would guess, before I go in to the stadium on Saturday at Tin Roof in Detroit. And we have a great affiliate there in Detroit, The Roar. So if you want to join in, do you still have faith that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes can turn this around? Not just this year, but they were hired to turn the franchise around. Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I also saw Jerry Palm from the college football playoff rankings and the bracketologist for hoops. He also projects... College football rankings, we won't get the first one until next week, a week from today. He's got Georgia, Ohio State on top with TCU and Alabama. TCU, Jerry Palms. I mean, Jerry Palm. (laughs) You don't want to have Jerry Palms. You better find a date. Georgia, Ohio State. So this is his college football playoff rankings projection. We won't get the first one until a week from tonight. Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Clemson, Michigan at five. TCU, Alabama, Oklahoma State, Oregon, and Penn State make up the top ten. So let me get this straight. Michigan has a top ten win. Ohio State gets Penn State this weekend. Who has Clemson beat? Who? Who? Here comes the huge owl. Who? Could you imagine if I was an owl sitting on a branch with my voice, just yelling at people walking by? Who? Doug, what's that? What's that? You! Who? TCU, my butt, that they're one of the top 
four teams in college football. I know what he's saying, that the SEC with Tennessee playing Georgia and SEC championship game, that everybody's going to beat up on everybody. And then TCU will be left standing. That's his projection. And what Superfly said to me before the show, if Michigan State beats Michigan on Saturday and they're a 21.5-point underdog, Michigan still controls their destiny to the Big Ten championship game and the college football playoff by winning out. Because if they beat Ohio State, who should be one or two at the end of the year, unless this is their last chance to lose before Michigan would be Penn State. It would be just like last year for Michigan. Control your destiny. I just don't see State being able to do it, but when you have nothing to lose, you haven't lost to them if you're Mel Tucker, confidence sent down by the coaching staff, especially the head coach, is so big at the college and NFL level. And you can see the Lions are playing with zero confidence. Jared Goff is going into a shell. Where is his team that started the season? I was almost getting to a happy place. You got to get Jerry Palms on the show. I mean, Jerry Palm on the show. TCU. And it was like last week trying to say Mississippi had a shot at the college football playoff. Yeah, what happened? Brian Kelly and LSU just waxed him. Yeah, well, Gator bait. Even though that's in Cajun country, officially they're the Tiger bait, but there are Gators in Louisiana. So tell me, do you have faith in Campbell and Holmes? And then our sidebar question, why will Michigan State win on Saturday and why will Michigan win on Saturday? So I cater to both sides of this great rivalry. I'm Brian Kelly. Yeah, the Gators came down to the bayou and I said, see you. So you tell me, ton of questions. Guests coming up, Ballas on Michigan, Michigan State, Tim Stout on the Spartans, going to Ann Arbor, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host on the Wolverine.com podcast, and Mike O'Hara from DetroitLions.com, all booked by the one and only Superfly Hayes. Answer the questions at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now will call Van Andel Arena home in downtown GR, and their first game at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. And tickets for that game and all games are on sale at Ticketmaster Outlets, Van Andel Arena box office and your usual a sporting event and concert ticket destination. And also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. 
Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Rock and country music's hardest Hitters join forces. Yeah. Five figure death punch. Brantley Gilbert. With special guest Corey Marks. November 9th, Van Andel Arena. On sale now with Ticketmaster.com. Five Figure Death Punch's new album, Afterlife, out now. Five Figure Death Punch and Brantley Gilbert live. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate every day from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. But like the huge question of the day, do you still have faith that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes can make the Lions a winning organization? Answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All the social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in GR. Let's go talk to Lomas Brown, one of the greatest Lions of all time, also part of the Lions radio network. And Lomas, man, I'm, I'm having a tough time trying to figure out how I was watching a one-and-one team leading by double digits in the second half against now 5-1 and one Minnesota. And they're now the worst team in the NFL, at least in draft order status. Uh, I, I just, I, I've never seen, I've seen a lot with the Lions, Lomas. I've never seen a free fall like this in season, and we're not even halfway home yet. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of discouraging, to be honest with you, Hughes, that the way the season is turning out so far, and it's just, you know, just the things that have been happening, you know, things like the 
defense being historically bad when they were. Um, and now it seems like the defense is starting to play, you know, a lot better. But now you got you got the offense struggling um, and putting the defense in terrible positions, um, you know, not to have success. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is actually how our over the last couple of weeks how our offense has really hurt our defense. And you know, the defense needed as much help as they can get, and instead of getting help, they're getting the opposite of that. So. That's been surprising, especially since we thought the strength of this team was going to be on the offensive side of the ball, um, especially with our offensive line and our running game. And, you know, things hadn't really turned out that way. So I'm, I'm like you, Huge. I'm having a hard time. Um, I even gave Coach Campbell a hug after the game, uh, you know, on Sunday, man, because you know the feelings that I have for him. But I just – it's just hard. It's just hard going through it as a, a active player, and believe me, it's hard watching it and going through it as a former player too. If you had to step back for a moment, Lomas, and objectively just say this is why they have collapsed, uh, what would be that checklist in order at one, two, and three? Well, I mean, the number one thing would be, especially, you know, at the quarterback position. We all know that's the most important position. And, you know, you, you can lead in, in different ways, huge. I mean, you know, you don't have to go out there and throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns every game. You know, there's other ways of leading, you know, with your body language. I think that's a big thing with the quarterback. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks with Jared, I mean, for his body language, you could he looks defeated. And when you're on the field and you see your leader, you know, body language like that, of course, what's his, what it's going to do is going to uh, spread throughout your team. So I just think Jared says all the right things, but, again, I think your body language, you know, it says a lot of things too. And then, you know, the other thing is just some of the decisions that we've made, you know, be it on the coaching side of the ball with, you know, going forward at certain times when maybe you don't need to go forward. Um, you know, with some of the play calling, too. You know, you can't excuse Ben Johnson for some of the things. You know, on some of those fourth downs, you know, I didn't have a problem with a lot, some of those fourth down calls. I think more of my problems were with the, the fourth down plays that they use. Um, so, you know, some of the, that falls on the coaches. And getting these guys ready to play, that has to fall on the coaches. And Dan knows that. Dan and that coaching staff, those guys have been between those lines. So they know that. So, you know, hopefully, man, I thought things would look a little better or a lot better after the open week. So hopefully they can keep grinding away and get things back on track. But right now they're just not looking good. What has improved is the defense from that Seattle game. They they didn't look bad. Uh, at New England uh, in they that first half, uh, really in early third quarter, uh, they played well enough to uh, give the Lions a chance to stay in the game and uh, win it. But the lack of adjustments and what I'm seeing, Lomas, yeah. and you, you, you've played football at the highest level, you know, Florida, NFL, high school, uh, coaching, especially in the National Football League, 
They know what you're doing. They adjust, uh, and, and the good ones find a way to get through it. Not every time, but most of the time. I, I'm seeing this staff getting out coached in games. I really am. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right about the adjustments. What's alarming to me, too, huge, is like you said, when we come out of halftime, it just had these last two weeks. My goodness, man, we we've come out flat. You know, we haven't come out, and it doesn't seem like we made a lot of adjustments. And that's puzzling to me, especially with you, like you say, when we come out of halftime, and you know, you don't make the necessary adjustments or the necessary things that you have to do. It, it, I'm I'm with you, my my friend. It's puzzling to me what goes on at halftime where we can't come out and make some of the adjustments that we need to make to stay in ball games or the the win ball games. And the other thing is just just us finishing. I mean, you know, just finishing. You know, you start the game a certain way, and you want to be able to finish that game a certain way. And, again, we're just not finishing games. Whether we have the league or we don't have the league, right now we're not finishing games either. So it's a couple of things that are alarming me, too, uh, that's going on. They're correctable things. Those are things that can get corrected. They just have to start getting corrected. Man, that game uh, for Dan Campbell and his staff against the Dolphins on Sunday, back at home after you dropped the egg against Seattle, you blew the Minnesota game, you didn't show up offensively against New England, and again, you don't show up offensively at Dallas. Uh, NFL stands for not for long, and it's not about the nice guys or guys you know or like, and you've had buddies get cut or shown the door, and you know it's a tough business. Uh, but Dan Campbell and his staff have to find a way to have this team prepared and deliver four quarters of football and win that game on Sunday. Yeah, but I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I'm telling you, huge, the Forts got the they, – they, they, they take some of this fault too now. They have to – they got the fall on the sword this year too. And the reason why I say that is – you let the Matt, Patricia, Bob Quinn regime get rid of all your talent. Even though we knew those guys were on shaky ground, you still let them do things like, you know, get rid of Darren Slay and uh, Andre did. Uh, you know, you, yeah, and then you let them do things, you know, just I, I just I didn't understand it huge. I mean, those guys were almost like the walking dead. But yet and still, you made them do things or you let them, you allowed them to do things that have set this team back years. I mean, years. Then you go, then they go out, think about it. They go out, they get rid of Slay. Then you turn around and you draft Jeff Okuda, who's having a great year this year. I'm not going to even lie. But at that time, we didn't really need a Jeff Okuda. We had a shutdown corner and Darius Slay. We had safeties in Quandre Diggs, and you can even go back to Glover Quinn. So now you're just recycling. And then you have to turn around and you have to pick a corner and hit the third pick in the draft because you let your shutdown corner go. Now, nah. so that's why I say some of this has to fall on the fours, uh, Sheila, and it has to fall on them. So to me, I think Dan Campbell and the staff are safe. I don't care what the record ends up this year. I just don't see 
them making a move by releasing or cutting or firing any of those guys, I think the Sooners have to fall on the sword for this year. Next year is a different situation. This year, they got to fall on the sword for what's going on and what's happening with this team. Well said, and I I do agree with you. I'm not calling for Dan Campbell uh, to be fired, but if this season ends up 1-16, and how in the heck does Dan Campbell or anybody connected to this team, including the Ford family, sell hope to the fan base during the offseason? Well, uh, again, huge. Look at our fan base. Look at our fan base. They don't have to sell hope to our fan base. We got one of the best, I'll say the best fan base in the NFL. These people come out, our fans come out. They came out for the 16 season. They packed the, the, the dome. They packed it every Sunday. They, we had an incompetent guy, Matt, Matt, Matt Miller, leading us. Everybody knew that he was incompetent of doing his job, but yet still, the fans showed up. They know that. I mean, you know, the organization know that we got the best fans, and these people are going to come. They're going to support the Lions through thick and thin. I don't care if they win one game, no games. They're going to support them, and they know that. They know that, huge. And so, so, again, to me, the Fords fall on the sword this year. They have to because of things that were allowed to happen when Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn were here. Well said, Lomas. I appreciate the honesty. Uh, being a part of the Lions Radio Network, I don't think we'll get in trouble. I think it's an honest statement. I, I, I just would love to be a fly on the wall and try and figure out how you can watch the film of the first half against Washington, who just beat the Packers this past weekend. Uh, one of the best halves of football outside of finishing, maybe a couple of those drives in the end zone that I've seen collectively from the Lions, offensively and defensively and special teams. And then uh, you come back and you give away the Minnesota game where you led by double digits in the second half. And then you put up 45 and you lose to Seattle, who has shown they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, they're offensive weapons. You can see what an offense around you, including Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, who's emerging as one of the best backs in the league. And then you, you, you don't show up. with You play with no emotion against New England. You play with no passion or emotion after a bye week against Dallas. And I think that's, you know, you talk about those loyal Lions fans. They will not tolerate teams quitting or not showing up in Detroit. Absolutely. You are not. That's the one thing, Huge, you can't do. As a player, that's the one thing, like you said, is unforgivable. It's for a player or, you know, a player or a staff to give up. You're right. That's the absolute bottom worst that can happen. And I haven't seen that, you know, now, again, Huge. Look at some of the injuries that we've had. And I know it's hard when you got different guys going in. You can't develop chemistry. You got guys really don't – you can't play some of the, the plays that you want to call. You can't do that. Some of the defenses or the schemes you may want to run, you can't do that because you might have a rookie, a second-year guy, an inexperienced guy back there that can't handle that. I understand they have been – hamstrung a little bit by that because we have had some injuries that I don't think we really counted on having coming into this season. But I haven't seen those guys give up. 
I knew, again, what I think the Lions should do and the coaching staff should do is to go back and shorten all the playbooks. Go back and shorten the offensive playbook, the defensive playbook, put in things that we're very good at running. It may not be a lot of things, but it's got to be some things that we're really good at running. Shorten down the game plans and run what you run good over and over and over again. Make the offense, I'm sorry, make the defense try to stop your offense and make your, your, your defense more effective against some of the offenses that we have to play. That's the only thing I could think you could do, uh, to, you know, right now. You can't do anything drastically. I don't think you want to do anything drastically because that shows the players that you're panicking. And as a coaching staff, you don't want to show the, the players that you're panicking. You want to show them that, hey, we're going to ride this out. We're going to continue to do the things that make us successful, but we're going to stick with it. That's what, to me, has to happen. I think that's the only thing that can happen at this point to try to help salvage uh, this year. Well, I'm a spirited conversation. Thank you so much, my man. Enjoy the Miami game. Maybe I'll see you in Detroit on Sunday. Absolutely. Anytime. All right, Lomas Brown, part of the Lions Radio Network, telling it like it is on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. And don't forget another huge show, DraftKings Lions pregame bash with DJs, bands, food, and all your beverages at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's. Just a block from Ford Field, your game day destination in downtown Detroit. And I'll be there Sunday around 10 a.m. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hockey season is here, and Red Wings fans can discover why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Download the BetMGM app today and make every game and every play mean more than ever before. When you sign up, you'll enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, boosted odds specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. With the trust of MGM Resorts, the BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on hockey or on any of your favorite sports. Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks with you wherever you go. Get ready to turn game time into showtime. Go for the goal and light the lamp with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League and the Detroit Red Wings. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Meyer has just what we need for Halloween. I'll get you three pound bag of Michigan grown apples for 99 cents. Ah, buy one, get one, 50% off Halloween cosmetics. And 20% off kids' Halloween costumes. I want to sink my teeth into Jack's frozen pizza. Three for ten dollars. Mom, Dad, can we get our groceries now? <laughs> Discover something spooky and get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices, no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? 
The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. Bud Light, huge question of the day. How confident are you and Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes? Do you believe they'll get where they said they were going and make the Lions a winning franchise? I want your feedback. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands. Steakhouse and Grills, your home for Michigan and Michigan State. Saturday night on all the TVs. You can join me with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade on Saturday night. 7.30 kick. Michigan State, a 21.5-point underdog. And Brands will have eight boneless wings and fries for $10.99 at all locations, plus beer specials uh, happening during the Michigan-Michigan State game. All brands across the state. I'll be at the Brands in Cascade just east of GR Saturday night. You'll find the Brands in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. Sean Stegaheis, Liz Stegaheis, and Mike Brand Jr. do a great job at that location. Also, Mike Brand Jr. and Liz and Sean Stegaheis connected to the Brands in Caledonia. For our listeners on 96.1 The Game in GR just south of Grand Rapids. Those that listen on WHTC... There's a popular brands in Holland on James off of US 31 where you can watch Michigan, Michigan State Saturday night. And Johnny Brand has two locations. Johnny Brand Sr. Brands in Granville, Brands on Leonard, downtown GR right off of 131. Huge Michigan, Michigan State parties happening Saturday night at both of those locations. And remember, if you're going to have a party at your house, you can order in wings or your favorite items off the Brands menu for pickup or delivery. Go to Brands.com. Play day, game day, or work day. Pickup or delivery. Make that order right now at Brands.com and join the huge show. And our flagship station, 96 won the game at the Brands in Cascade for the Wolverines and the Spartans on Saturday night. I like Michigan by 10. Peyton Thorne 
If he has a crazy game, that's our only shot. And I think Michigan has to give that game away to lose it. That's just my opinion after watching both teams all season long. So join me with Mike Brand Sr. It'll be good to see him again at the Brands in Cascade. Saturday night, 7.30, I think is the official kick time. Michigan, Michigan State. Food and drink specials at all brands locations for that game. Then you can watch the Lions on Sunday against the Dolphins. That's a must-win situation. It really is. They can't lose another one. You're going to be one and three at home if you lose that game? No way. Can't happen. If you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan. Hour number two with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you or where you'll be traveling or vacationing, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com from Ann Arbor. On Michigan State at Michigan on Saturday night, Tim Stout from East Lansing on the Spartans. Doug Skeen later in the show along with Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider. Our huge question of the day presented by Bud Light is getting a lot of action. Do you still have faith in Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, the GM? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now will call Van Andel Arena home all season long in downtown GR. Game one at the Van will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets of Van Andel Arena box office. And everywhere you get your concert and sporting event tickets. Let's get out to some of the audience members who have been hanging on. Their thoughts on Faith and Dan Campbell, John and Kalamazoo, listening on 96.1 The Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. 
Hi, Huge. Good to talk to you again. I do need to apologize to you. The last time I called in, I was a little inebriated. I, we were both melting down over that loss to the Vikings. Well, yeah, you sound much better, so I'm glad to have you back. <laughs> well, one thing is I didn't watch the game yesterday. I read about it this morning, and I thought I'd watch it later in condensed form, and I read the article, and I'm still trying to decide if I want to watch it just to see what happened. But... Uh, I uh, do I have faith? Uh, uh, less now than I did. That's for sure. After these last two games, I'd say uh, more. I have hope, and that's what us Lions fans have been stuck with throughout several coaches over quite a long time. But I've got. To, I'm going to read you a list because it was interesting to hear Lomas talk about how we got set back years. So I just I made a list, and I could only think of four right off the top of my head, but I'll think you will find the theme. Darius Slay, Quandre Diggs, Sean Robinson, who just had an amazing performance with the Rams in their Super Bowl victory last year, and Kyle Van Noy. Those are all players that, that were developed. Well, I was going to say develop on the Lions, but Kyle Van Noy really never played for us until the Patriots uh, took him. He didn't play much at all, and then he was a star there. I mean, we've had all this talent that has run through this team, through these different regimes that we couldn't keep. So it's going to take a while to build this roster. We're suffering from injuries right now. You know, on the offense, most of our top players are out. And then, of course, golf is just reverted. I don't know what is going on with him. I was having faith that they were that they knew how to coach him out of his bad habits. But I know one thing: I don't need to watch that game on tape to see what I read about. I read about you know just defense probably getting behind him, strip sacking him, uh, him throwing interceptions. He can't do that. So I'm, I'm left with hope. There's my answer. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate you listening in Kalamazoo on 96.1 that you can hear in Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, and also over in Muskegon. Your thoughts on faith in Dan Campbell. Loma said it's one more year after this that the Ford family knew the mess they allowed to happen with keeping Patricia and Quinn around. I'm not saying firing the guy. I'm just saying, do you have faith? In him, I I have faith in Brad Holmes. I think he's supplied some good talent, missed on some, but for the most part, I'm happy with the GM on this side. One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Tom in Wisconsin, listening either on the iHeart app or at the Huge Show dot net on the live web stream. You're on the Huge Show across Michigan. Hey, huge. Say, I, I called in a couple weeks ago, and and you disagreed with. Uh, my commentary, which was exactly what Lomas is saying, I mean, if you don't have faith in Campbell and Holmes, do you have faith that the Fords are going to hire the right people, given that they have never, ever, ever hired the right people? Has any Lions coach ever gone on to be the head coach in any organization? I mean, at some point you have to look within and say the culture is all wrong, and it's all wrong at the top. I think they make plenty of money because the fans show up and the fans show out, just like Lomas said. And I think everybody's happy if you own the team. Everybody except the fans. That's that's what I got to say. Well, thank you, Tom in Wisconsin. And remember, on the iHeart app, just search the Huge Show. You can listen anywhere in America. 
uh, weekday afternoons, 3 until 6. 1-866-838-4843. Do you have faith in Dan Campbell? Brett in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Huge. Thanks for taking my call, man. Um, I would say I have faith in Dan Campbell, but my faith wavers a little bit with Brad Holmes. And I only say that because he's taken such big risks on uh, early draft picks. You know, anytime you take a risk on a first and second round pick, like he's kind of reached a bit for players that have a little bit of an injury past. And those are the types of guys that really need to step up when um, the second season comes along, like the sophomore season, like Levi owns, owns Arike, uh, Pascal just starting to play this year. Jameson Williams hasn't played yet. And <clears throat> I just think that the reaches that he's made on free agents as well that have kind of had injured, you know, I don't know, injury tendencies in their earlier career. And look at DJ Shark and them guys. I know he didn't give out lucrative deals for those guys. He did one-year deals, which is awesome. But I just think that it hasn't really panned out because those guys just keep getting injured, you know. And I just I think it's too much of a reach in the first two rounds to do that. So I'll leave it at that. All right, thank you, Brett and Grand Haven, Dan and Spring Lake, keeping it on Michigan's West Coast. You're on the huge show. Hey, hey huge. Hey, I, I do have faith. I, I do have faith in Dan Campbell, and the reason being is it's hard to find a coach where the players actually like really playing for him. And you can tell we do play hard. We don't have the talent. We're building the talent. It's going to take a little bit of time, as much as we hate it. And you know, as much as I want to say that Brad Go- or not or uh, Goff was going to be the answer, I think everybody sees that he's not. And that quarterback is going to be an issue. And we need to make sure that we find a quarterback in the draft or, or something in, in free agency to be able to help. And then you have the defense that will be able to complement the offense. I'm happy with what the defense did this past Sunday. However, I'm still not sh- uh, uh, sold on Glenn on bringing that defense to the next step. I, I still think we need a, bit, need a little bit more talent on that side of the ball. And, uh, you know, injuries don't help, but everybody's going through injuries right now on the offensive side of the ball. We just, and the next guy up is just going to have to step up. But we need, we need a little bit better of a leader than we do with Jared Goff. All right. Thank you, Danny and Spring Lake, home of the Lakers. Solid sports program there. Tuning in and on 96 won the game. Like I said, Muskegon, uh, Grand Rapids down to Kalamazoo. Let's go talk about Michigan State at Michigan on Saturday night. Spartans 21-and-a-half-point underdogs. It's going to be a, a blue-out, I think. Not, not a blowout. I think everyone's supposed to wear blue. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com is standing by. That's a 7.30 kick Saturday night, right, Chris? Yes, sir. ABC, just as we told you, it'd be probably about a month ago. And uh, the Ann Arbor cops aren't happy about it. I think a lot of Michigan fans probably aren't happy about it, especially the older ones. But it should be a, a pretty nice atmosphere in there on Saturday night. Uh, when that line came out at 21 and a half, was that right about what you expected? Yeah, I think so. And uh, you know what? If you took the green and white off of there and said, "Hey, this is," if you just looked at the stats and and the roster and said, "This is who Michigan's playing on on Saturday," you'd say, "Yeah, that seems about right." Now, at the same time, right? Michigan State is four and three in the last seven against Jim Harbaugh. Somehow, Jim Harbaugh could easily easily be undefeated in this series. It's crazy. Uh, you know what? The breaks haven't gone his way, and those generally have a way of evening out. But this is basically Michigan State's season. They've got nothing to lose. They come in here. 
three and four, and it's not going to salvage their season. But I think for a lot of their fans, it would if they uh, if they beat Michigan. That's just kind of how it is. I mean, Michigan could lose this game and still have a chance go, to go into Columbus and win the Big Ten. So um, they've got a ton to lose. So, but I don't think this team is is the type that succumbs to that type of pressure or thinks about that. I think these guys understand that uh, you know what if you saw the Penn State game for example how they responded to adversity the last two years this team has responded to adversity a lot better than the previous several years of the Jim Harbaugh reign so I think they're going to be ready for this one Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com he's ready for the game on Saturday night what do you think are three keys for Michigan to win and three things that would concern you if you saw this on the Michigan State side yeah, they got to run the ball, right? And I think Michigan State's going to sell out probably the way Indiana did to and, and put the game on J.J. McCarthy's shoulders. Let's be honest. He missed some plays in that uh, Penn State game and made some plays that, that kept Penn State in it. And if he were to have a bad game and turn the ball over, then uh, that's going to even even things out a little bit. So they've got to be able to run it, and I think they will. Michigan State's a little healthier up front. I think Jacob Slade's back, a 315-pound tank in the middle there. So I think that's, uh, that's number one. Number two, like I just said, protect the ball you can't have turnovers in this game what was it 14 to 10 game uh under the under the lights the monsoon game when john o'corn was playing michigan state won the turnover battle five to nothing and only won 14 to 10 again that's going to be another equalizer and then uh the third thing i think is pass defense they've got uh, Jaden reed and, and uh, some other great receivers there uh, peyton thorne you know is has been inconsistent this will be probably the best defense he's played yet this year and uh, at the same time, we've seen Michigan State quarterbacks have career days against Michigan teams, you know, generally not against good Michigan teams. But we're going to see that arm punt offense, I think. It's going to be three steps and, you know what, air it out and see if uh, if they can get some over the top. So they're going to have to be prepared for that. So I think uh, if Michigan State can run the ball, uh, you talked about three other things, if they can run the ball, uh, I think that's going to make it a little trickier. I don't expect them to. I think they're, what, 81st or something like that in the country in, in rushing offense. There's no Kenneth Walker back there this year, so uh, I think that's gonna I, that would be a, that'd be a, su- a surprise. But I think you're gonna see some wrinkles, and I don't think that you're gonna see them run the ball too much. But if they do, then they're gonna have an opportunity to shorten the game. So I think that's something to watch. And, and in, but really more than anything, you got to slow down that passing offense and those receivers. You take them out of the game, and I think Michigan wins this one handily. I said uh, Peyton Thorne would need a Rocky Lombardi like performance where he's just throwing the ball out of his mind for like 348 and three TDs for Michigan State to have any shot at winning. I don't think their defense is going to shut down the Michigan running game, and then Michigan can run and throw at will. I'm saying by 10, just because they could be up 17 and give up a junk touchdown. I I just line up athletes on Michigan State versus uh, Michigan, and after I get past Reed uh, and maybe Wyndham, I have a tough time finding Henderson, obviously, I have a tough time. I, I see a weighted advantage to Michigan on the athlete scale. Yeah, and I think they didn't. They move Wyndham to middle linebacker. Yeah, just something. they're trying to stop the run. That's what they're trying to do. Right. Right, and you know what? It, it takes more than that. Uh, you know, you move a guy over there. It, it, you gotta, it takes a while to get some instincts to play that position. So, um, I think that's something that Michigan would try to take advantage of. So, uh, I'd be surprised if they kept it within ten. If you look at the the teams that they've played, they haven't stayed within ten of of the better teams on their schedule. Minnesota's no not very good, and they got absolutely whitewashed by them at home. Uh, you look at what happened at Washington. That wasn't an eleven point game. That was closer to a, probably a three or four touchdown game before. 
before Washington kind of went into a shell there at the end of the game. So, uh, and even I think Maryland didn't Maryland beat them by by ten points or so at least. I think maybe it was twenty seven fourteen even. So, uh, I'd be surprised if we're that close. I think this is probably I think three touchdowns is about right. And um, you know what? But again, this is going to be one of those games where uh, and and it's, it is cliche. And Jim Harbaugh said it yesterday throughout the records. But in this game, that's absolutely true, right? There's no reason that Michigan State should be four and three against Jim Harbaugh, but they are because they found a way, and you have to give them credit for that no matter how it happened. The one thing I said in my opening huge opinion today, and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us. You can walk it up to kickoff and during the game and afterwards at the Wolverine.com. That state has nothing to lose. Michigan's at home. It's national TV. They're top four in the country. They control their destiny back uh, to the college football playoff and another Big Ten championship. This would make state season if they beat Michigan, and all the pressure, if there is any, self-inflicted, would be on the Michigan side. And they could always play it that way. Look at last year when they were I was just just writing this in a co- column. They were fourth and two at midfield and uh, go for a bomb. They're down by two scores, I think 16 points at midfield late in the third quarter. They go for the bomb, I think, to read and get down to the one-yard line on a low-percentage passing play that cuts the, the deficit to one. They get the two-point conversion. If they don't make that, Michigan blows them out. And uh, you know what? They, they chucked it up, got the play, and give them credit. But that's a low-percentage play. You know, uh, Normally, you're going to see them try to, you know, a team try to pick up the two yards and keep the drive drive alive. But you know that's how they play it, wing it, and kind of a wing and a prayer type of thing. And and I think that's exactly what you'll see on Saturday. So, but uh, again, at the same time, this Michigan team seems focused, and, and more than ever, you know what? And listening to Harbaugh, even before the season started, he, he brought up Michigan State at Big Ten Media Day and said, "We want to beat Michigan State and Ohio State. That's one of our goals in the same season." And uh, they said they've been circling this one, and there's no question. You know, Donovan Edwards talking about uh, wanting to show no mercy and everything else in one of his recent podcasts. And uh, so they, they have their attention this year. There are no excuses. They they have to win this game flat out. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. He also is co-host of the Wolverine podcast with Doug Skeen, who will join us coming up in about 45 minutes, a former Michigan offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. This football team right now where they sit, even with a loss, God forbid they would lose to Michigan State from a Michigan fan perspective, they still would control their destiny like they did last year by winning out. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they are looking at it th- that way, though. Uh, and it's weird because, um, you know, normally it's just like, all right, well, you know, we've got Michigan State. It's a big game and everything else. But uh, last year really got their attention, everything that went wrong and, and how they lost that game that they, they certainly should have won. I think everybody agrees with that. And they were the better football team for, for most of the year. Uh, but, again, stuff happens. If you play a team, you know, uh, ten times and you're only going to lose one and that's the one you lose, that's the one that counts. And so. So, uh, but they understand, and they're like, no. Basically, they said no BS this year. They want to leave no doubt and make sure that there is uh, no way that this one gets away from them. But yeah, you're right. They could they could win out and then uh, and play Ohio State for a Big Ten title. The interesting thing to me is that Penn State Ohio State game. Penn State looked much better against Minnesota. That's a tough place to play. I didn't think Ohio State for that score. Anybody who looked at that score and thinks that you know 53-10 over Iowa was uh, an absolute butt kicking. Their offense struggled against that Iowa defense i don't think they're going to move up and down the field against penn state and if you get a couple breaks you can have a a game like 
2016 where they pulled one out uh, when they shouldn't have. And and then if you've got a three-way tie at the end of the year, if Ohio State were to beat Michigan uh, and Penn State had beaten Ohio State, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But then you've got uh, quite the cluster there. So lots of football to be played, though. And I was just looking at the West. How bad are they, Bill? Uh, I mean, this is basically what you've got in these next five games is, is you're playing for the Big Ten Championship because I don't think there's any team in the West that's going to give anybody from the East any trouble whatsoever. This year in the West will lead to a change. And again, I don't know how they're going to do it because you need that majority vote. But I believe they're going to eliminate when USC and UCLA come, I think they're going to eliminate divisions and and do what the ACC is doing, that you play a pod group home and away for two years and you move on. You, you'll protect rivalry games and you'll play, you know, nine conference games, maybe 10 could bump up even more with the multi-billion dollar deal. But I think divisions have a couple of years left in the Big Ten before they're done. I agree. It has to, and it's terrible. It's a joke. You know, that, that game uh, is it's basically just a sacrificial lamb there uh, coming over to play the East team, especially now on that Michigan's back where, where everybody expected they'd be under Jim Harbaugh. And I wrote a column about that this this weekend. You know, I, I talked about Dabo Swinney, and you and I have talked about this in the past, about how, you know what, Harbaugh, why are they giving him so much time? Well, you saw it took Dabo Swinney six years to get Clemson where they were a national power. Now you're seeing Michigan to the point where they've got the depth, they've got everything clicking where they are a legit contender in the Big Ten. They're not just going to go to Ohio State and uh, and lay down. We're starting to see that Michigan's starting to have the talent to compete with them as well, uh, even though Ohio State's certainly talented, more talented offensively. But um, this is uh, this is going to be it's going to be interesting going forward, seeing if they can sustain it with NIL. That's another conversation for another day. But you know what, Jim Harbaugh's got this thing humming right now. And I loved your story I read at the Wolverine.com that Harbaugh wants it. He wants this game, that W, uh, because I, I think he sees Mel Tucker and his ability to recruit. Uh, he looked at what State did last year. He No State has that card they can play that, hey, Coach Tucker hasn't lost to him yet. So Harbaugh, I think, for the first time, uh, I don't know if I've ever heard a Michigan coach really say they want to beat Michigan State, it's always been they want to beat Ohio State or Notre Dame, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And again, it comes back to you know the part of the with the breaks. So he should not be three and four in this rivalry. I think everybody would would agree with that. And uh, is there a game where a, a punt was muffed? You think? <laughs> so first time since 2015 too that uh, Sean McDonough is calling the game, and he was the one that did the. Oh yeah, the- Mr. Lucky yeah. Charm. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know what? And, and again, stuff happens, but you can tell that he wants it. And I think if they have a chance to leave no doubt on Saturday night, I think you're going to see that happen. Um, the way things have gone in this rivalry for him, if he can make a statement, he talked about Penn State. And boy, that was fun, right? This week, listening to the back and forth between Franklin and Harbaugh about the tunnel. Uh, mishap, but if he he called that one a statement game, a statement win over Penn State. I think if he has the opportunity Saturday night, I think you're going to see him try to make a statement in that one as well. Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com. We'll talk later in the week. I'll get your prediction on the game Saturday night at the Big House. Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. I'm having a huge Michigan, Michigan State watch party with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade. That will be on Saturday night, kickoff at 7.30. Food and drink specials happening during the game at all Brands locations. For the one close to you, go to Brands. 
Com, but join me Saturday night with Mike Brand Sr. And Mike Brand Jr. is doing great things also throughout the state. But I'll be at the Brands and Cascade for the Spartans and the Wolverines. That Saturday night I'll arrive probably a little after 7 p.m. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you still have faith in Dan Campbell to make the Lions a winning team? Whether it's this year or in the future. You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is HUGE. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And hunting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. And before the snow flies, there's still time to get a round of golf in at Tullymore. Go to TullymoreGolf.com, book a tee time, a stay and play package, keep an eye on the weather forecast. They still have great golf remaining this fall before the snow flies. And they have event space and lodging a wedding, a reception, a business get-together. Even during the winter, you can book an event or a wedding or a reception inside the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. If you want more info, go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. And if you want to get a round of golf in before the weather changes and the snow sets in, Go to TullymoreGolf.com. Book that tea time at TullymoreGolf.com. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home and sporting goods is tripping you up, shop Meyer, where one trip saves you lots of trips. Plus, save just for making the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off every gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or use home delivery and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer, where all you need is just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's Michigan State at Michigan Week on The Huge Show and the Michigan Sports Network. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Spartans and the Wolverines will kick it off at the Big House Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. You can join me for a huge watch party at the Brands 
in Cascade, east of GR. If you're listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, get there early Saturday and lots of Spartans and the Wolverines. Let's go talk to Tim Stout. Stout on Sports, heard weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. That also carries a huge show, tape-delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. in the Lansing area. And Timmy, uh, 21 and a half points on the big board. Michigan State's getting 21 and a half points. If you were walking into a Vegas casino, who you take in Michigan or MSU? Michigan. Why? I just think, Bill, that the moons are stacked up right for Michigan. Uh, the way the Michigan people have talked about, I'm talking about their players and coaches, the way they've talked about this game, you know, uh, from the end of last season, January, to where they are now. Uh, I, I mean, listening to Harbaugh on the bye week last week, you can tell that this is clearly a more circled game than what it otherwise is. And I just think playing in Ann Arbor, playing at night, with the strength that Michigan has, I just think that they, I, I don't think they just want to win. I think they want to make a statement that in the state, even though we've struggled the last couple of years and, and lost some games to them that might have been considered upsets, we're the team, you know, blah, 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 the whole deal. I, I think it's a very tough matchup for Michigan State uh, to win. Now, having said that, two years ago in the COVID game, State was a larger underdog. And, and there was nobody in the free world that thought they were ever going to win that game going in. And Michigan made Rocky Lombardi the national quarterback of the week that day. Whether that happens again, I would be shocked. I think this Michigan team is much deeper. And I think, Bill, you know, they know what's at stake. I mean, the pressure clearly to me is on Michigan. And it would make Michigan State season and would erase a lot of negativism in the you know in the Michigan State area with another win but to be honest with you, if you said if I walked in and I had to put something down, I, I just think Michigan's that much better, at least for Saturday night. That's how I see it. Yeah, I began the broadcast today, Timmy, saying Peyton Thorne will need a Rocky Lombardi-like big house performance, and that was with no fans with the COVID game. He'll, he'll have to be special. Maybe the guy most were expecting when this season started, and I'm talking over 303 TDs for State to pull the huge upset. Well, I think the other thing, Bill, that's crucial in this game is they've got to stop those two Michigan running backs. And I think Michigan is so much more dangerous with both of them as opposed to just Corum. If Corum was alone, I still like Michigan. But with Edwards, they're a terrific one-two punch. And I don't picture Michigan handing the ball to McCarthy and telling him to throw the ball all over the place against one of the weakest secondaries in all of college football. I don't see them doing that. I see them doing exactly what they did against Penn State. I think they're going to want to control play, start to finish, so that when McCarthy does throw the ball, uh, he's got guys that are absolutely wide open because they've been able to run effectively. I mean, I think the game has got to be Michigan State defensively. has got to come up with a game plan. You know, look, they, they can't make dumb penalties. They need Michigan to help them. They need to get some turn. All the normal things you hear that have to happen for them to get an upset win, I think they have to have. If they can get those and can hang in the game and, you know, maybe make it a game in the fourth quarter, well, you know, the history of this series has been games in the fourth quarter have had some bizarre endings. Look at last year, for example. 
But I don't see Michigan wanting to give the game ball to McCarthy and tell him to go win it. I just think those two running backs are really good behind that line, and State has been vulnerable there. And I think that's the key to the whole game. If State can slow them down offensively, if they can do that, because you can't ask Thorne to score all those points. He barely got three touchdowns against Wisconsin in regulation, and they struggled to score elsewhere. They couldn't score at all against Minnesota. I just think, Bill, they're going to have to win it on defense, and Michigan will have to help them do it, and I don't see that happening. Neither do I. I think Michigan will win by 10. If Harbaugh has the chance, uh, he'll go for the run-up game. Normally he's pretty cool on that, but you know, Michigan State, this rivalry during Harbaugh's era, outside of exercising the demons with Ohio State last year, you know, those two rivalry games – we're bringing a lot of heat on Harbaugh, and he lost one last year in East Lansing, found a way to win out until they got drilled uh, by Georgia. Should be a good one, though. Anytime Michigan-Michigan State play in any sport, national TV, underneath the lights, should be a big Saturday night. Timmy, always appreciate uh, your thoughts. Before I let you go, what's your prediction on the game? 38-14, Michigan. 38-14, spreads 21-and-a-half. That's a cover from Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show is tape delayed and heard weeknights, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 in the Lansing area. Timmy, have a great night. Enjoy the game. I'll talk to you next Monday. We'll look back on it. All right, good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Always enjoy it. All right, Tim Stout checking in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with both Michigan and Michigan State. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Back to the Lions. Do you have faith in Dan Campbell to resurrect this franchise? Do you still have the faith if you had it before the season started or even last year? Answer that question at 1 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Show on Twitter. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And home game number one at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. Tickets for that game and all games are on sale right now at Ticketmaster Outlets, the Van Andel Arena box office, and where you buy your sporting event and concert tickets. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, and they welcome basketball fans with a slam dunk offer. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you're going to automatically receive $200 in free bets. Just use my bonus code, ShepBet200, when you place your bet. Enjoy this NBA season like never before with a variety of parlay selection features, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and a whole lot more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code, ShepBet200, to win $200, and if either team hits a three-pointer in the game, your wager is on. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older wager, Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across 
across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Auto Value is a large Midwest-based company committed to the values of honesty and integrity in everything we do. From Detroit to Madison, Chicago to Marquette, when you shop at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store, you'll be assured of quality, service, and a huge selection of name brand products and all available in store or online at myautovaluestore.com and as a convenience we offer same day in store pickup or convenient ship to home service now that's auto value and thank you for shopping locally you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com is standing by. I did tell you that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Michigan State is an early 21.5 point underdog at Michigan on Saturday night. I think Comp... Last week when I asked you that, your prediction on what the spread would be, I think you hit 21 and a half right on the number. Is that what I said? Yeah. I think it was Thursday, last time we talked, whenever it was, Wednesday, Thursday last week, uh, maybe even earlier. And I said, what do you think your early gut on the spread? And you said, I think Michigan State will be a 21 and a half point underdog. And they are right now. And I think it'll grow from there. I think more Michigan, more money will go on Michigan. I suspect it might be 22 or 23 by the time they kick off. How, how does Michigan State beat uh, Michigan? A lot of people ask me this question, and I'm like, I think Michigan has to give them short fields, turnovers, pick sixes, punt returns. I don't think State straight up beats them. You're right. Michigan's the better team, and the better team doesn't always win in college football. You know that, but... Um, there's a string of things that need to go favorably. The short field, that, that needs to be one. I mean, Michigan State's going to need a punt return for a touchdown from Jaden Reed, something like that. Provided they can make Michigan punt, you know. Um, need a punt, you know, one or two big plays on special teams. Uh, you know, at least a plus two advantage in turnovers. Turnovers were a big part of Michigan State's comeback victory last year. So those things need to be part of it. But also, just to get there, 
Michigan State cannot be steamrolled in ground defense first. You know, Michigan's been running the ball great against everybody. I mentioned last week that Michigan State's not as good as Penn State, and that's true right now from top to bottom. But uh, but Michigan State's run defense will be better than Penn State's. I thought Penn State's gap integrity was atrocious in that game, just not getting people into gaps um, consistently and effectively. And that's not a big surprise if you watched the Miami Hurricane defense last year against Michigan State. So uh, I think Michigan State will be more gap sound on defense. I think Michigan State has good defensive tackles, better defensive tackles than Penn State. And Jacoby Winden playing middle linebacker for Michigan State makes Michigan State stronger between the tackles against the run also. I think Michigan will attack the edges. I think Michigan State could be a little bit soft at corner and defensive end against the run. So I think Michigan might look to run outside a little more in this game. But, hey, you know, Michigan State's pass defense has been so questionable the last year and a half. That's a, that's another question. Does does Michigan go to the air right away? Do they wait and, and do it at their own at, at, at their own discretion, or do they get carried away? Maybe trying to establish the run too long, which could shorten the game. So, how can Michigan State win? A number of things. We touched on a few of them. Stopping the run, first of all. Then you need some cooperation from Michigan if they if they if if they can contain the run, and Michigan spends a lot of clock getting the run going without the big explosive 50-yard touchdown, um, that can shorten the game and, 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 and you know keep things re- relatively competitive. And then you have to play great red zone defense like they did last year. Michigan's going to drive. Make them drive and kick field goals if possible. It's a long list, but it's possible. How healthy? Uh, before I let you go, Comp, and we'll talk later in the week more about Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night. One note for those of you Listening on ninety six one, the game in Grand Rapids. I'll be having a huge rivalry watch party with Mike Brands Senior at the Brands in Cascade. All Brands locations across the state will have Michigan and Michigan State on all their TVs Saturday night. Uh, the health of the Spartans going into the Michigan game. It's better. You know, they, they got some key players back on the field for the Wisconsin game, and it showed with Xavier Henderson out there. Communication was better in pass defense. Jacob Slade back at defensive tackle. He's still not quite the Jacob Slade he was last year, but he played a little bit. He played quite a bit, about 30 snaps or so. Then a bye week, so both of those players back on the field, then bye week, so you expect those two guys to get better. So it's a new defense. When you have Slade in there and Henderson back and Winman at middle linebacker, it's a completely it's a different defense up the middle. So... Those two should be back. Kendall Brooks, I mean, they're not saying anything officially, but I'm kind of thinking he might be back. He's a hard-hitting safety they could use in this game also as they need to stop the run. But uh, a lot of the health stuff is still pretty quiet. Cop, we'll talk later in the week. Get your prediction on the Spartans at the Wolverines. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. We are wrapping up our number two on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. And don't forget about the Soren Eagle Water Park and Resort, the upscale accommodations at the retreat, and also their sister property, Saganine, Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM, Doug Skeen, who is the co-host of the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast, will get his thoughts on Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night at the Big House. He'll join us here in about 10 minutes. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. Where is this team going 
beginning Sunday at home against Miami. They can't lose another home game. They can't do it. Last year, when it hit the fan, Campbell found a way to reinstill hope. Legitimate hope. He has to do it again. We'll talk to Jeremy. Our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you still have faith in Dan Campbell? I think I do with Brad Holmes. I don't I don't believe he needs to be part of this question. So you tell me one 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer with the Padres. Yankees and Giants. He'll be in studio tomorrow at 5 o'clock. We'll talk about the new management in terms of baseball operations and what they're doing and they're pushing the right buttons. And John agrees. And he'll break it down from a former major leaguer and former minor league hitting coach perspective. John Vanderwall out of Hudsonville, Michigan, will be in studio here on our 96-1 The Game iHeart headquarters in downtown GR. That will be tomorrow between 5 and 540. Ty Halleck just confirmed for Friday between 3 and 4. The former Michigan State Spartan Greenville Yellow Jacket. I want to give Tom Halleck some love for the culture and program he's rebuilding in Greenville, Michigan. Ty went on to play in the NFL, does a great job breaking it down. We'll talk about Michigan State and Michigan Friday in studio and his thoughts on his former team, the Lions. He played with the Lions, Jags, and the Bears. That conversation will happen on Friday between 3 and 4. Merrill Hodge also back in on the Power Hour on Friday. Mark Ewell will launch the high school football playoffs, soccer playoffs happening, and more. Volleyball district's beginning, so Mark Ewell, the executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us tomorrow at 3.40. You look bummed out, Superfly. Why? Because I'm bucking all the guests? I'm bucking? I'm bucking? You bucking? Vite, vite, yai, yai. I think you get upset when I book the guest, that you feel you're not doing your job, which is correct. (laughs) If you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, 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 Spotify, and more. Big. Bad. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. 
We are set for our number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 incredible radio stations for the one close to you or where you're traveling or maybe on the job. Just search thehugeshow.net and you'll see the list of all of our longtime Huge Radio Network affiliates. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a few moments, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s because of the redshirt year. He got five Big Ten championship rings. He also is a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Doug will be by in less than five minutes. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, Lions NFL blogger. What's the short-term and long-term future for Dan Campbell and this team? A lot of people are just saying, oh, he'll get a third year. Really? If he's 1-16, you're going to believe he can do something in year three? You're the same people that wanted Patricia gone after two years. That same argument that, well, you 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 shouldn't have given Patricia a third year. I'm telling you, if they're 2-15... and 15, or three and fourteen, or God forbid, one and sixteen. You don't keep this coaching staff around. No way. It's a business. Well, you know, and you're going to blame everybody else. How many times have we heard Mel and Morningweg? It was Schwartz. It was Marinelli. No. He had his bad year. Look at how quickly they're turning it around with new coaches. Giants, Jets, Vikings. It's the NFL. It's not a college program. And some of you Lions fans who are so beat down by experiencing the joy we all get when they're one and one and they're leading by 10 in Minnesota to where we are today when they are the worst team in the NFL. You're Detroit Lions, and I'm talking record-wise. I don't think talent-wise, I think coaching-wise, they're the worst team. If the draft was tonight, they'd be picking first. I know some of you are like, well, that means I get C.J. Stroud. Oh, I see the positives in this. God love you, the Lions fan who thinks that way. So our Bud Light, huge question of the day, do you still have faith that Dan Campbell is the guy to make the Lions a consistent winning football team. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now call Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home. Game one at the van will be on Thursday night, November 10th. Tickets for that game and all gold games are on sale at all Ticketmaster outlets and the Van Andel Arena box office or where you get your sporting events and concert tickets. Let's go to Troy and Cadillac before we jump in with Skeen listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket Cadillac to Traverse City and beyond. You're on the HUGE show. Well, thanks, HUGE. I uh, appreciate you getting me on the show. I totally agree. Totally agree with you, 100%. Dan Campbell should have been gone last year. You could tell after the first game of last season, he is no NFL head coach. He hasn't been an assistant for 18 years for nothing. 
he, 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 nobody's ever hired him ever after 18 years. That should tell you something right there. He's no head coach. He's never going to be a head coach, especially for the Lions. All right, well, the that, guy sucks. Okay, well, Troy Doton, let's calm down, take a deep breath. I do see a lot of Patricia and the lack of having the ability to be in control of everything. And Campbell's a better guy, better than Morningweg, better than Patricia. I'm not going to debate that. But I do see a guy in over his head, and it's not getting any better. And I know they had the rally last year at the end. So Campbell can do it again this year. But I'm telling you, if they're picking in the top or top three, which would be bottom three in the league again, those of you thinking he's going to be the guy in year three, it's a, it will be a repeat of Patricia. I'm not saying Holmes needs to go. I think he's delivered some decent talent. I really do. Let's go talk about Michigan State at Michigan Saturday night, 7.30, ABC. I'll be with Mike Brands Sr. at the Brands Steakhouse and Grill and Cascade, just east of GR. All Brands locations will have food and drink specials during the game on Saturday night. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com with Chris Ballas. He's standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. Doug, are you going to the game Saturday night? I am I'm not going to be at the game, but I will be like you, Bill. I'll be sitting very, very near a very large uh, high-definition big screen with my DVR in hand, ready to replay and go slow-mo and look at some Lyman's you know, footwork because that's what I do when I watch football games. I know it's not real exciting, but that's what I do. Well, and, and Lyman play isn't exciting. Everybody's watching Quorum or Edwards take it to the house or J.J. with a great pass. Uh, but the line play of Michigan – offensively and defensively really are the stories of this team and why they're where they're at today. Well, and it always is, Bill. You can go back through the years of, of any, certainly any Michigan championship season, and they've got two things. They've got a good offensive line, if not a great one, and they've got the same thing on that defensive line. It is, it is the recipe that stands the test of time of having successful football teams and football programs. If you have those things... You get all the other pieces are easier to bring along. And look at Alabama in the last 15 years, all the linemen that they've had, the defensive lines, and all the great teams. They've, they've absolutely got both of them. His name is Doug Skeen. He is co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast. I'm sorry, Doug, I was looking at the weather radar for a second. You, you stop quicker than normal, and I turned left, and I was looking to see the weather <laughs> Uh, for the kids' sports going? tonight. And then now uh, you stopped, and I'm like, okay, where am I? I'm not at home. I am parked in front of that big screen TV. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Is it snowing over there yet, Bill? Is it supposed to snow tonight, I hope? No, it's not. They just got light rain. Temperatures in the high 40s right now. You got uh, weather pushing up from the north, meeting some, uh, from the south, meeting some cold air from the north. That will lower temperatures. Uh, we'll get a little cold snap, but then it will bounce back. Precipitation on Wednesday, nothing on Thursday, Friday. Crank back up with some precipitation on Sunday and Monday. But beyond that, back to spring-like weather next week. Well, thank you for the Weather Channel update there, Bill. That was really good. It sounds like you've done that. Before. Yeah, well, it, it didn't sound like I've done a talk show before when you stopped talking and I almost <laughs> called you Chris Ballas. And I think that would have been the worst thing I could have done ever is called Doug Skeen, Chris Ballas. <laughs> no, I've been called worse. Yeah, I, I'm so impressed with the offensive line and how the defensive line, you know, we, 
we watched some of those cupcake games and we had conversations, Doug, on air, off air, where we weren't sure. Why weren't they pushing people around? Come on, this is Connecticut and Hawaii and Colorado State. And, man, then they've got their mojo. They've got a rotation. And and they are owning the line of scrimmage. And when you do that, we watched it last year with Hutch and Ajabo on the defensive side and that Michigan offensive line, which was recognized as the best in the country. That's that championship pedigree you're talking about. Well, it is, and, and I'm really happy for this defensive line. You know, these guys came into the season with a little bit of a chip, trying to make everybody forget about Hodge and Ajabo, and I think Morris and Mozzie Smith in the middle of that defensive line have done an outstanding job and mixing this freshman Graham, and and then that rotation of all these other guys, Upshaw coming around, and, and McGregor getting in there a little bit. There's a nice rotation in there, Bill, and when they all feel an ownership and they're all in on it, and you've got a deep rotation going, you get more buy-in, and then that helps with your second level of your defense. Your linebackers are excited to play behind the defensive line that's going to protect them. and It just works. And, and we knew coming into the season this offensive line was going to be good because of all the returning talent and the additional Olatimi at center there. Those guys we knew were going to be good. It's, it's cool to see this defensive line come around, and I still think they, they in their minds, they have a lot to prove. I think this Saturday night will be another step in their journey to becoming a defensive line that hopefully we'll all be talking about a year from now saying, man, that 2022 championship defensive line was really good even after the loss of Hutch and Ajabo. From what you've seen in Michigan State, from what you witnessed watching Michigan, uh, why do you like Michigan to win on Saturday night and or win big? Or what concerns you about this game? Well, I like Michigan to win. I don't know about winning big because of all the games on the schedule, this is the one that uh, crazy, you know, what happens. And it always seems to. And um, all the cliches are certainly in play once again. I've watched several Michigan State games through the year. Going back to watch the first game against when they were at Washington and struggling there. And, um, you know, I I see a football team with talent that just wasn't putting things together, a quarterback struggling a little bit. But it's just funny, Bill, over the years, you know, we've seen this movie before. We've seen a Michigan State team struggling to find their footing and losing games that they, you know, maybe were surprising that they lost or, or, or struggling to win games against teams that they should have blown out, quote-unquote blown out, and they didn't. And then they show up against Michigan as an underdog, and they, and they set the world on fire. This program has done it. Coach Tucker knows how to do this. I don't think there's any question in a lot of us minds who've seen enough of these rivalry games to know that uh, anything can happen. That said, I, I still like Michigan to win this football game because I think the juice, the, the, the juice, as I like to say, the emotional side here, I think Michigan holds that card because of the bitter loss last year in East Lansing and a couple tough calls and a couple situations I know Michigan would like to have back with you know, having their half of their defense running on and off the field while, while Walker in the third there was running for touchdowns. And I know Michigan would like a reset. And they're going to get that chance Saturday night. So I think the emotional cards with Michigan, and that's why they will have ultimately win the game. That, and I think they've got a few better players in a few better spots. Specifically, our offensive line, I believe, is better than their defensive line. And I believe our defensive line is better than their defensive line. And again, there you go. It all comes back to the same thing, Bill. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman with Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. Also co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas that you can hear weekly at thewolverine.com joining us. We had Chris on 
about an hour ago, and he really emphasized that for the first time in Harbaugh's tenure at Michigan, he really is pointing to beating Michigan State. We haven't heard a lot of Michigan coaches ever talk about the importance of beating the Spartans. Well, we haven't probably heard enough of it publicly, but I I can tell you going back over the decades, we certainly talk about it a lot inside the walls of the football building in Ann Arbor there. It's always a red-letter game, and there's always conversation about it. And Yeah, the big one at the end of the season is still number one, but anybody that says that this is not, you know, the solid number two rivalry game of Michigan schedule is lying uh, to you or anybody else that says that. This is a huge game. And uh, I think Harbaugh is probably feeling a little confident when he looks at his team and the players he's got up and down his roster and starters on the field. So he should be feeling pretty good. Michigan State is, is yeah, I still very dangerous. They've got an experienced quarterback, and when they get it going, they got wide receivers to make big plays. I look, I look for Thorne. If he sees one-on-one, he's going to put that thing out there and test that one-on-one coverage. Certainly did that against Wisconsin and did it well. And so, you know, again, you know, you don't – as, as Bo used to always say, upset is in the mind of the favorite, Bill. So you know, Harbaugh's got to say these things out loud. Of, remind his team, you're supposed to win this game, so now let's just go do it. Michigan State has nothing to lose. They're going to have to struggle to make a bowl. Michigan is top four team in America, controlling their destiny to a return to the Big Ten championship game if they can win out and also back to the college football playoff. My number one concern is that State will come in there loose. It's at home, ABC, everything's on Michigan, and how will J.J. McCarthy handle the biggest start of his career? Well, that's what, you know, again, Bill, that's, that goes to that emotional part. You know, how many times has Michigan been highly ranked at Michigan State Maybe, maybe not ranked at all, and yet the Spartans have found a way to win this game. It's setting up to see the same kind of movie once again. I, God, I hope not, um, because those are painful movies for us Michigan fans to watch. But we've seen this before, and the stage is set. And, and these players, again, if you, if, as a player, if you just go back to what you know, which is where your feet are supposed to go, where your eyeballs are supposed to be, where your hands are supposed to be, your keys on the field, if you just do those things, the better team is probably going to win. The better team in this game that rushes the football more usually wins. When it's at 50 out of the last 55 games or whatever that stat is, whoever rushes for more yards wins the football game. Clearly, I think Michigan's in the favorite in that column. And then there's always the turnovers. If J.J. can protect this football and the Michigan offense protects this football, and we do what we're capable of doing, we will win this football game, but we've heard this before, haven't we? Doug Skeen has heard a lot before, some that he can't share on air, but he's heard it all inside the (laughs) locker room, outside the locker room, on the field and off the field. You can hear Doug with Chris Bell. They do a great job on the Michigan Football Podcast, heard weekly at thewolverine.com. Doug, uh, before I let you go, your prediction on the game. Well, again, I like Michigan to win. I think we're going to score some points just because there's too much offensive firepower. I like like a 31, you know, 17, 31, 24, 31, 22. I like us. We've been getting up over in the 30s, Bill, which is good. I think that Michigan defense will have something to say. But Sparty's always ready to play this game. Saturday night will be no different, and they will challenge. And this is going to be a tighter one than I think people think. 
I hope I I'm agree. wrong. No, I'm with you. I'm thinking 10 point win if they got out of there 34, 24, 28, 17, 28, 20. Uh, a win is a win right now. Uh, if you're Michigan, you're just really trying to grind through the rest of the schedule before you get to Columbus and play for a, another Big Ten title by beating the Buckeyes and going back to Indy. Yep, that's the plan. We love you, Doug. Have a great night. Enjoy the game. We'll talk next week. I'll get your thoughts on it. All right, Bill. Thanks. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman. Late 80s, early 90s, also the co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas. Now you can hear at thewolverine.com. Back to the Lions in our next segment, Jeremy Reisman uh, will join us. Blogger, NFL insider when it comes to Lions, the NFC North and beyond, pride of Detroit. What does Dan Campbell need to do to get things right? Team doesn't seem to be following him right now. Goff, we knew this with Goff when they traded for him. Bad Goff is really bad. Good Goff is really good. I was expecting, you know, eight, nine, nine, and eight. That's what I said before the season. Not a Super Bowl champion. But when you look at new coaching staffs and what they're able to do, what Sal is able to do, what Dabble's able to do in year one with the Giants, Salah with the Jets. That's year two for him. No, this isn't a three, four, five-year process, and anybody that buys that, you're just setting up to be disappointed. I challenge you to watch a Lions game, and I DVR'd the game on Sunday because I was golfing at Tullymore, and I watched it twice. Dan Campbell is in over his head. He looks like Matt Patricia on the sidelines lost. He's a rah-rah guy, a guy you want to have a drink with or barbecue with. Probably a great assistant, but he is not an NFL head coach. He's not, and we've seen that with Morningweg, with Marinelli. I thought Schwartz wasn't bad, but he lost the team. Uh, we've trust me, as Lions fans, we can go through the coaching list and drink three hundred and seventy-three Bud Lights. We will talk Lions next. Jeremy Reisman from the Pride of Detroit blog website. He'll check in. I'm the Meyer Guest Line. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Michigan, Michigan State Week is so much different for the fans in advance of the game, the week of the game, than what it was a year ago when both teams were undefeated and this was the big game nationally. Well, for Michigan, it is a big game on Saturday night because of Wolverine are ranked fourth in the nation, and they want to get past this game with a win so that they can move on closer and closer to getting to the Big Ten game with Ohio State to end the season. Will the Spartans play better off the bye week than what we saw them earlier in the season when they lost four in a row? These are the big keys. Michigan State obviously is going to need to play as well as it possibly can with the fewest mistakes it can possibly make if it hopes to have a chance in Ann Arbor on Saturday night. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA 
on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. And digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash for premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. To the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. If you miss any hour, any interview, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, and more. Just search the huge show where you download podcast. Good talk to Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, Lions, NFL insider. He's standing by. On the Meyer guest line. And Jeremy, I think we talked back when the Lions were one and one and on their way to Minnesota and had a 10 point lead in the second half and looked like a true contender for an NFC North now that looks ripe for the taking. And here we are now looking at the Lions as the first pick in the 2023 draft if the draft was being held tonight. That's I've seen everything with the Lions, but this is one of the fastest free falls I've ever witnessed. Yeah, it's uh, kind of uh, incredible, really. It's not where I think we expected to be, but uh, you know, I, I hate to be the optimistic guy in, in a one and five team, but I, I really do think that the Cowboys game was a, a step in the right direction. It's just unfortunately you've dug yourself such a big hole, and not many people really care at this point. So what gives you, uh, and, why, and being the optimist, Jeremy, and, yeah. I, and I do, that's why I like to bring you on, because you provide a, a balance, and that's, you're right to your opinion, and I respect that. But what, you know, I, the first half I saw that and said, okay, you're on the road, you're playing the hottest, one of the hottest teams in football after they lost uh, to Philly, and I was shocked by the defensive effort, just like the defense I thought played pretty well 
uh, in New England after that debacle against uh, the Seahawks at home. But they just can't get out of their own way with mistakes and coaching decisions. And it's just a combination that swirls together. And they quickly, as quick as this season has fallen apart, I've watched games like the Cowboys game just fall apart in that second half. Yeah, no, and I think that's definitely a concern that that seems to be happening happening quite a bit, right? This team isn't closing out games, whether it's coaching decisions or turnovers or, or what have you. The ability to close the game is a skill, and really my only defense in that would be that this is a young team. This is one of the youngest rosters in the league, and so those moments are, are all teaching moments, and, and you hope they get better in, in those kind of crunch time moments. But um, like you said, like a, the defensive effort against the Cowboys was very good. And granted, the Cowboys aren't a team that's been great offensively, but Dak was back, and so they had a little bit more options. And the Lions were, were able to get off the field plenty of times and, and give the offense plenty of opportunities to win the game. You know, I think there are a lot of times in that second half where you thought, well, Goff turned it over. You know, this is it. They're not even going to get another chance to win this ball game. And then the defense made a stop. You know, there was that big punt return that it seemed like, okay, well, now the game's over. The Lions get a three and out and get the ball back. Um, so you, you saw some of the defensive changes they made. You saw some of it pay off. And really the thing that makes me most optimistic about the defense going forward is that the turnaround was really led by their young players, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, Josh Paschal, um, you know, Kirby Joseph, their, their rookie safety, I think it's playing really well. They started four rookies, have a, a couple of extra guys, um, second-year guys on that team, and, and, and you're really starting to see a turnaround there. And you, you kind of cross your fingers and you hope it's like the offensive turnaround that we saw last year, whereas, you know, they made some big personnel changes, um, schematic changes, and the offense turned itself around for a while. So obviously you'd like them both to kind of happen at the same time. You have the offense rolling in the defense rolling, but if the coaching staff can get one side of the ball turned around, you know, in a bye week, well, well then maybe you have to give at least a little bit of credit to the coaching staff. And again, I, I hear what I'm saying right now. I'm trying to give credit to a coaching staff. That's one in five right now. I understand how kind of crazy that looks, but I, I tend to try to look on the optimistic side, especially when, you know, a season is essentially lost. They're not going to make the playoffs, and but they still got 11 games left, and we still got 11 games to kind of break down. Yeah, and a very important 11-game stretch for Dan Campbell. Uh, if this team continues to bottom out and they're 2-15 and 15 or, God forbid, 1-16, and 16, how do you sell anything during that offseason? And I think everything inside the franchise uh, gets looked at again because the NFL is a business about winning. I mean, Salah was on the hot seat before the season began with the Jets, and look what they're doing. Look what the Giants are doing with the new coach. Minnesota may be more lucky than good, but you make your own luck, and uh, the Vikings have a new staff, and they're doing well. So a very important game on Sunday against Miami, Jeremy. It really is in front of the home fans for Campbell, the coaches, and the players. And Jared Goff, who is supposed to be one of the leaders, can't lay an egg like he did in Dallas. He was brutal. No question. Yeah, and and I'm you're not gonna I'm not gonna push back or or show any sort of you know bright side of, of that um, performance on on Sunday. It was not good. Five turnovers uh, by the entire team in, in one half four at his hands. And yeah, you're right. He needs to step up, and and he might not be be getting helped by by injuries, but that's that's no excuse. I mean, he's had plenty of practice with guys like Kali Freeman and, and Josh Reynolds and TJ Hawkinson, they, they still have a group of guys that are, are capable of playing and, and golf needs to protect the ball better. He needs to manage the pocket better. Um, he just needs to manage the game better. 
the, the Lions are getting opportunities. They're driving down the field, but he's not closing out drives, and it's mostly been his fault taking sacks that are unnecessary that that are his fault and turning the ball over You know, on a second and two when they're in good field position, just a wasted deep shot um, that, that was easily picked off by, by Dallas. Um, you can't have that. You can't have that when, when your team is just not that good. You have to play not perfect ball, but you certainly can't turn the ball over four times. So um, he's going to need to clean it up. And, you know, considering this is not the first time we've seen this, these sort of things from Jared Goff, that's the thing that I'm not as optimistic about. We have seen him at, at, at better play. You know, sometimes that's with the lines at full health. But you can't live with a quarterback that has to have the conditions perfect every single week because they're not going to be. Players are going to be injured. And it seems like Goff is the kind of guy who, if everything in front of him isn't perfect, if it's the, the pass protection isn't perfect, if the health of his receivers aren't perfect, I'm not sure he can kind of battle through that. And so we'll see who the Lions get back this week. Um, the pass protection should be a little bit better this week, you'd imagine, against a, a, a Dolphins front that isn't bad, but is certainly not as good as Dallas. But um, he's going to need to turn it up. Yeah, it, it, he needs to turn it up. Campbell needs to turn up making solid coaching decisions. This is an experimental lab. At what point do they get this together? At what point is the point of no return, Jeremy? Well, I, I do think Dan Campbell has a pretty long leash still. Um, Lions fans may not want to hear it, but I, I can't imagine, unless there's some sort of crazy controversy, that, that he gets fired at any point this season, no matter how bad it goes. Like. He, even, even in one in 16, although I don't think the lines are going to be one in 16, I have a hard time thinking that, that they're going to really um, cut, cut bait on, on a, on a rebuild that, that, I mean, no one can look at this Lions roster and, and say it should be, you know, uh, an above 500 roster, especially with all the injuries. So I, I think 2023, yeah, the wins are going to have to come and they're going to have to come in a hurry. No question. Um, in the meantime, if you want to fill the stands in Ford field, Got to come pretty quickly here in this year as well. But, um, you know, Dolphins are, are, are a good team. They, they might have a better shot against, you know, I know they got the Packers and the Bears coming up pretty soon as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think Dan Campbell's got a pretty long leash right now. And I think the, the, the front office kind of understands that this is a long haul and you need to give it time because as, as much as um, – as much as maybe you look on the, the previous regime and think maybe they should have cut bait after two years after Matt Patricia, you really you, there needs to be some sort of stability for success. You can't continue to turn over head coach after head coach every two years. So it's just not you're not going to eventually land on the guy. You're you're going to create too much turmoil on your roster, too much turmoil in your front office. It's it's just not going to work out that way. So I think the Lions understand this is. I mean, you have to give it at least three years. I think, and maybe maybe two and a half if. There's absolutely no signs of improvement. But um, if the wins don't come this season, there, there certainly needs to be signs that players are getting better. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest on Jeremy. Good stuff. Appreciate your opinion on Campbell and the Lions and golf, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. All right, Jeremy Reisman checking in on the Meyer Guest on and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions couple of programming notes. Tomorrow in studio, 5 o'clock hour, Scott Harris, new Lions team president, is moving fast, cleaning house. I love all the moves. So does John Vanderwall, the former major leaguer out of Hudsonville, Michigan. Padres, Giants, Yankees, one of the sweetest swings baseball has ever seen. Vandy will be in studio 5 until 5.40 tomorrow. 
King George Blaha, voice of the Pistons, who play the Wizards tonight on the show at 4.05, and also the radio voice of Michigan State football on the game Saturday night. Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Found out yesterday during our live broadcast at the Railside Golf Club that his father in Caledonia here on the west side of the state listens on 96 one has been a huge fan of the show for over 20 years. That's awesome. I said, I'll take your dad to lunch. He's buying. <laughs> so Mark, you on the show. Ty Halleck, former Greenville Yellow Jacket, Michigan State Spartan, Bear, Jag, and Lions. All utility type guy. He's in studio Friday, three until four, breaking down Michigan State at Michigan and Lions and the Dolphins. Merrill Hodge, the former Steelers running back, NFL insider. The Power Hour returns for another edition on Friday. This is a big week. Looking forward to it. And I'll be having my huge show, Michigan State at Michigan Watch Party with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade, east of GR 730, is the kick on ABC Saturday night. Food and drink specials at all brands, steakhouse and grills across Michigan for Michigan and Michigan State on Saturday night. And don't forget to always watch the Lions games at your local brands. For the one close to you, go to brands.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hockey season is here, and Red Wings fans can discover why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Download the BetMGM app today and make every game and every play mean more than ever before. When you sign up, you'll enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, boosted odds specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. With the trust of MGM Resorts, the BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on hockey or on any of your favorite sports. Download Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks with you wherever you go. Get ready to turn game time into showtime. Go for the goal and light the lamp with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League and the Detroit Red Wings. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Huge here for the Grand Rapids Gold. They're the Denver Nuggets G League team coached by former NBA All-Star Andre Miller. And they'll be playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. And the Gold's home opener in GR will be Thursday night, November 10th. If you need tickets, quick link, follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Twitter, Facebook, or just Google Grand Rapids Gold. Their home opener is on Thursday night, November 10th at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. 
future for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. back for a final segment on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today. Find out about all the giveaways, promotions, shows at SoarinEagleCasino.com. The fun governor, Tim McCullough, will join us, I think, on tomorrow's broadcast. If you want to join in, one final chance to get in. Your thoughts on Dan Campbell? Do you still have faith he's the guy for the Lions? to get them to a consistent winning level? I don't see it, but I'll respect your opinions. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now call Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home, and the first game at the Van is on Thursday night, November 10th. Get those tickets and all tickets for gold games at your local Ticketmaster outlets and also Van Andel Arena or Van Andel Arena box office. Let's go to Doug and Madden. I appreciate the wait. Listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket out of Cadillac. You're on the huge show. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, I have the same opinion that you had that, you know, Lions would win eight, nine games with all the injuries. Uh, it's not possible, but if they can get everybody healthy, it's a possibility. But they won't know without having the full team. I think it's beyond injuries, and thanks for the call, Matt and Doug. I do. I I get injuries are part of it, but it, they're poorly coached. They do zero adjustments, and opposing coaching staffs eat them up in-game. Totally own them. Go to Jim in Bay City, Michigan, listening on 100.9 FM. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. I uh, I partially agree with you, but I don't think it's so much what I think about. I think it's the players. If they go through two years of uh, losing, uh, is he going to lose the team? I think if the team wants him to stay, he may stay for a third year. But I think what's really destroyed the team again is uh, the defense. When you have your best two guys on defense are two rookies. And then you just see them go for, you know, games at a time uh, without stopping everybody. The other things haven't helped at all, but uh, uh, if they can improve the defense over the next uh, year with some free agents and uh, hit the draft again like they have the last two years, maybe we're sniffing the playoffs in a year or two. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> Tell me what the difference is between Dan Campbell and Matt Patricia midway through his second year. What's the difference? Matt Patricia didn't like the media, disrespected players, battle. Campbell doesn't do that. I get the culture. 
That's why I look at him. He'd be a good assistant, which he has been for many years. Any of you who watch sports can look and see when a manager, a head coach, or even a player at times is in over their skis. It's really easy to see. And I get nerves when you start. And I get mistakes you can't control. But you tell me, from a strategy standpoint, one thing you've heard from Dan Campbell, one thing that's different, where's the hurry-up offense when needed? Where's the clock management? Where's going for it to put a team away on the road and maybe change the course of your season and your destiny in Detroit and you had that opportunity in Minnesota. You don't need to defend Jared Goff after that game because people see through it. I get you want the players to believe in you. But this isn't you versus Detroit and everybody. It's not. And I almost sense that the comments about Golf, are you circling the wagons now? Hey, man, it's also against everybody. No. You are judged in the NFL by wins and losses as a quarterback, as a head coach, as a player. You are judged. And I get you can be a good guy and you treat people with respect. I understand that. Steve Mariucci is a class act. He was shown the door. He couldn't get the players to buy in. Joey Harrington wanted to play the piano. Matt Millen said they didn't need Drew Brees. I like Dan Campbell. I like that entire staff. But there's a lot of first-timers who are now into year two, and it's not working. And the reason why they have bottomed out and free-falled and sit at the bottom of the NFL as I deliver this final huge opinion is because of coaching. That's it. Okay, if Jared Goff is getting sacked and there's a crazy rush coming that we've seen, where's a screen pass? How do you have a game against Seattle where Hawkinson has one of the best games ever for a tight end and he barely sees the ball after that? That is coaching. And the players need to step up. And Goff, making close to $30 million, can't throw out that damn garbage he did against the Patriots and the Cowboys because that can end your season like those two games did. Their season's done. And you know why? You can look at them and say, okay, I saw the effort in the first half. I saw the effort. Well, guess what? Let me check the scoreboard. Ladies and gentlemen, today's effort winner... No, it's wins and losses. And people saying that Dan Campbell deserves a year three because Matt Patricia had a year three, you are just digging a deeper hole. Find me somebody who's creative offensively and defensively. Find me experience. You know where Dan Campbell missed? He should have hired an experienced offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator rather than bringing friends along for the ride. The Anzalonis, the Aaron Glens, I'm going to take care of you. No, Detroit is not a training ground or testing ground. Maybe for the Ford Motor Company down in Dearborn, but not at Ford Field. 
It is about wins and losses, and it's about being able to coach in game and strategize against the opposition and what their coaches are doing, and I see zero of that. Dan Campbell's not going to change. If he hasn't learned now, almost two years on the job, it's not going to happen. 24-7, everything you need connected to this show is free and available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.